to our walk with God. Our loved relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And relationship with God, that's where it all is. And I brought it up recently. I'm, it was in a board meeting. I'm not going to tell you about our board meeting and what was involved in discussing board meeting. But I, I think even our last board meeting up there in Graham, as we were dealing with things and the brethren, the board members, and that talking. And I think, I think it was in a board meeting, unless I, it was another time, but I think it was. And as we were dealing with things, and, and I, I shared that. It's not the first time I've shared that in life, but when people are not doing right and preachers are not doing right or pastors not doing right or whoever, it, it, it's, it's that relationship with God. When we have a relationship with God, we'll do right. We'll be the pastor we're supposed to be, the preacher, the church member, the deacon, the Sunday school teacher, whatever it may be, the Christian, the worker for God, the soul winner. Our love relationship Excuse me, with the Lord Jesus Christ, a used-to-be experience won't cut the mustard. It, won't, it will not get the job done. And someone may say, well, well, I, uh, I, uh, I used to be a Maybe I got too close. I used to be a good soul winner. I used to go soul winning. Maybe I'll just this and that, but what we used to do, what have you done for me lately? And I expect the Holy Ghost who is in this service right now is already talking to our hearts. And we love you and God loves you. But we've been taught someone who knows the truth and will not tell you is your worst enemy. But we're your friend tonight. We want to tell you the truth. I used to read my Bible. I used to pray. I used to feel God's presence. Used to is not good enough. Now we were saved by faith. We serve God by faith, not by feeling. But, but if you would say, preacher, I haven't felt God for six months. Now again, we don't go by feeling. But if you haven't felt the spirit of God for six months, unless there's some really reason that isn't, that's in God's department that I don't know about, that, that's, matter, that's cause for concern. By God's grace, it's not been six months since I felt the presence of God. It's pretty much an ongoing thing. Pretty much an ongoing thing. And I thank God. I do not want him to ever take away his Holy Spirit. He used to be real in my life. Speaks of, speaks of a relationship gone south. An inactive relationship. You cannot live on used to be. 
You cannot survive on used to be. I understand, and some here may know more about these things than I do, if you're me me mechanical-minded and, 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 and other things, but I understand it's safer for a car to be parked in a garage with a full tank or a fuller tank of gas than an emptier tank. Evidently, because they're fumes or whatever, so evidently, if you're going on a trip, you're probably better off to leave your car with more gas in the tank. It's safer, as I understand, and I think that's correct. Driving with less gas rather than more gas, being afraid you're going to run out of gas, relating it to the spiritual. We should want more of God. Being closer to God. Not, not, not only doing what we have to do, or getting by with doing as little as possible. That's not the way to serve God. Not, God doesn't desire that for us to be that way. It's a dangerous it's a dangerous and spiritually unsafe way to live. It's a matter of remembering the Lord. Remembering that God has rescued us. Aren't you glad God rescued you? God reached down. God reached way down. Saved us. Redeemed us. Delivered us from a life of sin. The scripture in Deuteronomy. For what nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them? As the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. You know, God's so good to us. And he's answered our prayers. He's saved. He's kept his hand upon our families. I'm reminded, it comes to my mind now, a time years ago. And I, I was maybe in the service, I'm not sure, I was telling you yesterday about the church on Kellen. In Virginia, where my wife and I was married, where Pastor Davis pastored, Pastor Barnes pastored, they each pastored there twice. And it would have been, I think, a service when Pastor Davis was there. Again, I don't remember sure if I've been told this or was present, but anyway, a message came forth, and it was along the lines. And whether it was just a prophecy or a tongues and, and interpretation, do you not remember? No, but the message anyway, the essence of the message was God said, I've kept my hand on your families as you've walked the streets of the city. I've kept you. I've watched over you. And, you know, we need God now. Now, you know, I told you yesterday about thank God for St. Louis and God's been good to St. Louis and and St. Louis has been good to the work of God and, and all these things. But, but having said all that, we know St. Louis is definitely not the New Jerusalem. 
but nor is any city. And you, you can live behind, uh, what is it called, a uh, gated area. And, and if you do, that's great. I'm not being critical in any way. What I'm saying, whether you live in a dangerous area that seemingly is dangerous, or a gated area, and even with security guards, we're still, <laughs> there's no place on this earth completely safe without God's protection and keeping his hand upon us. And so God's good to us. Why don't you just slip your hands up? Thank God for his protection. Thank God for his love. Thank God how he watches over our children, our parents, our grandparents, the church. Just give God the glory. Give God the thanks. And some of those things seem a long time ago, but yet they're, but yet time is in comparison with eternity so short. What have you done for me lately? Verse nine. As they just read, what you know, God being so close, so nigh to them, call upon Him. Verse nine. Only take heed. To thyself. And that taking heed speaks of, as I understand it, to be careful, be very careful, be very diligent, be careful. Take heed to, it didn't say take heed to your wife, to your husband, to the pastor, to someone else. Take heed to thyself. We need to keep our heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. By God's grace. By God's grace as I stand before you. There's no malice. There's no hatred. Towards anybody on the face of this earth. Now I'm sure I have enemies. I'm sure you have enemies. We don't condone what our enemies do. We don't approve of their actions, but you cannot have hatred in your heart even towards your enemies, according to the Bible. And we have to be willing to forgive people. If there's something that I need to forgive Brother Hill of, and I'm not aware there is anything, we appreciate Brother Hill, but if there was, and if I'm not willing to forgive Brother Hill, do you know what? God is not going to forgive me. If you're not willing to forgive the pastor or the pastor's wife or the person who sits next to you or your neighbor or an uncle or a past spouse, an employer who you thought did you wrong, it doesn't matter what it is. And again, it doesn't mean, because there's things people do that are not right. It doesn't mean you say it's okay. But you cannot have hardness of heart, hatred, malice, bitterness. Bitterness will destroy you. When you have bitterness, you're the loser. Not the person you're bitter against. They're not the loser. You're the loser if you have bitterness. You can't have bitterness. Pastor David shared 
Some of you have heard him say it. But he shared, now whether it was original or with him or he just passed it on and heard from others, that the hardest thing you'll ever do is make the rapture of the church. That doesn't mean it's hard to serve God. Serving God is a good life. But we have to live right. We have to keep our heart right. Because isn't he coming for a church without spot or wrinkle? Is this okay? Are we having church Sunday night, Holly Hills? This be a great time, Brother Devonshire, if the Lord comes. Wouldn't it be great to go to heaven right here? From where, preacher, where do you want to go to heaven from? Anywhere is all right. My car, in the bed, the kitchen. But it would be, it would be great to go to heaven from Holly Hills. Oh, that'd be great. But wherever it is, the main thing is we want to go to the right place. We want to be ready. As I shared this morning in Berkeley, prayed up, paid up. I was sharing, Pastor Devonshire, I was sharing about how that church, there's something about that church that this church isn't that good yet. Or isn't that good. And even wherever, you know, stay with me. You, you, I better explain myself, right? I was sharing how that there in Berkeley, did you know they have a hundred percent tithe payers? Now it's getting it make you a little quiet, but I'm not nervous. God, huh? you take a Preacher, don't go slow here. My neck's gonna be turning red. People are gonna see I owe tithe. And I shared, you know, like other churches, not that way, but. 100% tithe payers in Berkeley. Now, is that really true? Well, hopefully, but I, I'm being facetious. I was joking to make a point. Maybe I got it mixed up. Maybe it's Holly Hills. Got a 100% tithe paying congregation. Ooh, preacher. Now you're meddling. You quit preaching, you're meddling. Tithe. I pay tithe. The preachers and organization pay tithe. If they're doing right, they pay tithe. The pastors. That's God's method. Not, not after you pay your rent and pay your car payment and everything else. And if you've got $100 left, you pay $10. No, no. As has been shared, it's the top 10. The top 10. Not what's left over. We don't, we're not to give God just the scraps. God wants the best. And you know, God could have required 90%. Let us keep 10. He'd still be a good God. If we didn't have to go to hell and not be lost, he'd still be a good God. But God's, it's, God's so fair. God's so good. And it's really God's way of blessing. And maybe, and, and I'm, sure, I'm not sharing this in criticalness in any way. I love you. God loves you. But maybe you, you've had a battle with it. You say, preacher, really, I have a... I have these bills, and you may have legitimate bills. I'm not saying you don't. And you may say, I, I, I don't see how I can pay. I dare you to prove God. Amen. Trust God. Amen. Jesus never fails. Amen. God never fails. And we, don't, we won't take time, but there are people here that could stand up and testify how God has proven to be true time after time after time. God is faithful. God cannot fail. God is true. 
And that tithe, all that, that's not on paper, but it's evidently in God's outline. Anyway. So all that came from all that came from one, two, three, four, five words. Only take heed to thyself. Isn't it amazing what comes out of just a few words? And keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. I do not want to get the wonderful works of God. I do not want to forget the blessings of God and how God moved in the scene time after time. And, and pro very probably there's people here, and again, don't raise your hands. Maybe there's people here that back in your life sometimes someone had a gun pointed at you and maybe pulled the trigger and the gun misfired or something or a car accident or a close car accident. Many of us could tell of things and time doesn't allow, but God's been good. God's been merciful. We could be lost. We could be lost in hell tonight. And maybe we know of schoolmates or others in our past life or that died without God and are in hell tonight. Why wasn't it us? God was good to us. God was merciful. By the grace of God, we're here saved on our way to heaven. It is a matter of great urgency that we remember, that we do not forget. Do not forget and do not neglect our communion with God, our time with God. In the song that I shared with you, my friends say, neglect is on your mind who's right. Have we been neglecting the house of God? Pastor shared, he's a pastor here and he's a good pastor. How many thank God for their pastor, the pastor of this church? Aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful? There's churches that don't have a true pastor. And I'm not, being, I'm not throwing stones, but there's churches in this world they don't really have a true pastor that knows God, that walks with God, who will tell you the truth so that you do not have to be lost and go to the lake of fire forever. There's a lot to be thankful for. Same way in Berkeley and on and on. My friends say neglect is on your mind. Who's right? God says in Hebrews 2 and 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? What does this word neglect mean? It means to ignore or disregard something. Not to attend to something properly. I do not want to disregard God. I do not want to neglect my obligations to God. I want to be faithful to do what God wants me to do. Someone said amen. amen. Proverbs 4 and 20. Proverbs 4 and 20. My son, attend to my words. 
Incline thine ear unto my sayings. I'm speaking concerning what have you done for me lately. The words of the glorified Christ in Revelation chapter 2. Verse 1 says, at least these may not be the whole verse in all cases. Possibly not. These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. And I'm glad God has the preachers and the pastors in his hand. And I'm glad God is walking, Jesus is walking in the midst of the church. And Jesus Listen to me. Jesus is in this auditorium, this sanctuary, right now. In the person of the Holy Spirit. We don't see him. But as sure as my daughter sitting there, Jesus Christ is in this service. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? And he loves you. He's not here because he's on your case. And I'm not on your case. I love you. But God wants to help us. If we're already a Christian, he wants us to grow. Become a better Christian. A better witness. Become more faithful. Become better preachers. Better pastors. Better soul winners. And if we do not know him, the Lord is not willing that any perish. He wants everyone to be saved. Verse 2. And let God talk to you. We're, we're getting, working towards closing just in the upcoming minutes. And God's here. Maybe there's people here that do not know him. I don't know, but there may be. If you do not know him, you can tonight. He will save you tonight. Just like he saved others various times. In their car, in their homes, in a serviceman's home. Out in a battlefield maybe. In a foxhole maybe. Doesn't matter where. It's important when. I know thy works. And thy labor. And thy patience. And how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not. And has found them liars. So now he's saying here, I know your labors. I'm aware. I know, about, I know your patience. God knows us. God knows the good things. God knows the right things we're doing. Someone else may not know, but God knows. He knows the very thoughts we're thinking right now. I do not. Pastor Devonshire does not, but God does. Verse 3, and has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored. He knows your labors. He knows your labors. 
and hast not fainted. But now, in all of that, in all of that, verse 4, nevertheless, remember the title, what have you done for me lately? Verse 4, Revelation chapter 2, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. And as we'll share in a bit, this somewhat don't mean, so you need to do a little better because I have someone against you. No, it's stronger than that. It's stronger than that. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. And real simply put, and I would say it's correct, I would say these esteemed brethren would agree that first love, that love for Jesus, that love for souls. You remember when you were first saved how you loved God? And God was so exciting and telling others about Jesus was exciting. Inviting people to church was exciting. That first love, that love for Jesus, that love for your Savior. Because thou hast left. And it didn't say you lost. It, didn't, it said you left. That speaks of knowing, leaving thy first love. So, verse 5. Remember, therefore. From whence thou art fallen, God says, Jesus says, remember, so remember, call to mind, bring back to mind, remember from whence thou art fallen, and repent. So he didn't say, just say, I kind of got a little bit against you, you need to try to work at this. No, he said, remember and repent. And do the first works or else I will come unto thee. And he didn't say I'll come unto thee when you're older, 20 years from now. He said, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent. So it's a very strong message. Because God, God's real. This thing is real. And I'm not throwing stones at me and crypto, but a lot of things go on in this life. And people, they have no caring about God. And, and God is not important to them. But you're not going to heaven if you do not love God. There's not going to be someone in heaven that does not love God. What have you done for me lately? Not last year, not when you first became a Christian, on and on. What are you doing for me now? Your relationship. As you bow your heads, as Sister Brill comes to the piano, I'm getting ready to pray, turn the service, the altar service to Pastor Devonshire. But no one looking around. Father, I thank you for this congregation. I truly thank you for this congregation, and I appreciate you allowing them to be in your house. And I know and I'm thankful that you love and care for each and every one, regardless of their age, regardless of their station in life. Everyone 
is important to you, as well as all those that are listening online. I thank you for each and every one. And Father, I have shared this message with your help the way that you would want me to. And I ask you now, confirm your word. Save, heal, set men and women free, be it from hatred, bitterness, strife, unbelief, fear, whatever. And God, work, work spiritual miracles. Touch and heal and work miracles tonight for your glory. In Jesus' name.